negativity, judgment, hate, illness, death. Life can be overwhelming at times, but what if I tell you that there's a safe space you can escape to? A house where you'll get your weekly shot of extra love. Are you ready to tune in? Reporting on all matters of good, kindness, and love. Let the Branson Brothers help you feel good. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night. We're back. It's us, the Branson Brothers, all the way live from Bali. Yeah, the island of the gods. With another Let Love Rule. That extra shot of love you've been waiting for. Every week we have a special guest produced by my brother Andy. And uh, it's all about what he loves. And what he loves, I love. So it's really basically about what we love. So wh who do we love this week, Andy? Well, it's uh, all about nuts, or uh, should I say seats. And uh, a company in Bali that took a whole village out of poverty. Hmm. Then I know who our guest is, Andy. Is it our favorite granola brand of our smoothie balls in the morning? <laughs> yeah, it is. Nice! I'm nuts about cashews. So, we'll have a, a question from the universe to do. Uh, we have a grueling dilemma. And uh, we'll also flip a love song together with our guests. So, that sounds like a fun podcast. Now, before we get to that, uh, here's the Feel Better News compiled by my dear brother, Andy Branson. Reporting on all matters of good, kindness, and love. Let love rule. In the Feel Better News, we look back at the State of the Union, the speech American President Donald Trump gave in January. This is what he had to say in about 150 seconds. Don't tune out, because it will be followed by the ever-likable TV personality Ellen's take on it. Mr. Speaker! The President of the United States! So let's begin tonight by recognizing that the state of our union is strong because our people are strong. African-American unemployment stands at the lowest rate ever recorded. We repealed the core of the disastrous Obamacare. The individual mandate is now gone. For those who have served our nation reminds us of why we salute our flag, why we put our hands on our hearts for the Pledge of Allegiance, and why we proudly stand for the national anthem. Tonight, I'm calling on Congress to produce a bill that generates at least $1.5 trillion for the new infrastructure investment that our country so desperately needs. Under the current broken system, a single immigrant can bring in virtually unlimited numbers of distant relatives. Under our plan, we focus on the immediate family by limiting sponsorships to spouses and minor children. We need only look at the depraved character of the North Korean regime to understand the nature of the nuclear threat it could pose to America and to our allies. Terrorists who do things like place bombs in civilian hospitals are evil. When possible, we have no choice but to annihilate them. When necessary, 
we must be able to detain and question them. Let's come together, set politics aside, and finally get the job done. It is that time of year. We're knee deep into 2018. It's time to take stock of where we are. I am here in Burbank. You're here with me, so that's done. Um, Actually, every year around this time, the president of our country tells us how things are going in a State of Union address. The president did that last night. I didn't see it because I had a thing. Um, (laughs) Then I had a thing that I had to meet someone for another thing after that, so I missed it. Um, But since I'm the president of my show, I thought I could update you on the state of my union. So please welcome official DJ of the Hizzy and the Honorable Twitch and the most average member of my staff, Andy. Esteemed guests and dancers, the state of my union is strong. My unemployment is at an all-time low. I have never had so many jobs in my life. I host this show, and my primetime show, Game of Games, is a huge hit. I also have my lifestyle brand, Ed by Ellen, my own production company called A Very Good Production, and I'm, on the weekends, a Lyft driver. <laughs> please give me five stars, please. Please. My approval rating is through the roof, which I approve of. And I know I'm doing a great job because I get more applause breaks than any other president like this one right now. I don't have a health care plan. I have a health scare plan. I, it's more robust than ever. Just ask a small town girl from Tampa, Florida, who came to Hollywood to pursue her dream. I have traveled all over this great country. And by traveled, I mean I've stayed here and you have come to me. I will continue to serve this great nation to the best of my comedic ability till death do us part. Amen. In closing, I'd like to say that the state of my union is strong because this show is all about love and inclusiveness. You're listening to Let Love Rule. With the Branson Brothers. So Andy uh, took me today to uh, an office place somewhere in Sanur, Bali. And um, it, it, Andy, it has something to do with with, uh, with cashews, right? Yeah, yeah. You brought me to somebody that you love, Iput. Iput. Your last name is Putri. Putri, actually. Actually. <laughs> There's a story there. Oh. Iput is a nickname. Okay. And Putri is the last word of my long name. Okay. So I feel slightly um, manipulative with the Iput Putri name, but it, it came up so that it makes it easy for everyone. English speaking, well, like us, like us, you know, yeah. like you guys, yeah. <laughs> to understand, you know, the, you understand first and last name. We don't really have that in Indonesia. Ah. So when I started entering the international community, they asked me my first and last name, and Iput is a nickname. It actually comes from Putri, so Iput Putri. So we can call you Iput, right? <laughs> yes. And you are the general manager of something that me and Andy we really, um, really love. That's why you're in the Let Love Rule Feel Better right, podcast. Right. East Bali Cashews. You're a general manager here? Yes. This is a big company. I, Andy was telling me it's like 500 people working here? 500 people working So here. you're running the show? Oh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> you make it sound really amazing. It is, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I do, I do the operations. Um, I've got obviously like a massive team behind me, so it, I, it's not fair to say that I run the show, but you know, I coordinate everybody, make sure everyone's supported and served and, you know. Or orchestrated, I think that would be the. That's that's cool. And you look so young, though. So, how old are you, if I may ask? I'm 32 years 
32? Yes. And you're running the show, you're orchestrating the show. You know, that's that's pretty amazing. You, you've got a great team and everyone runs fast, you barely have to do much. That's very humble. That, that's, that's, no, I, it's honestly yes. not that. But still, it's, 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 that's quite an achievement. We're, we're, we are Thank impressed. So, so tell me, I mean, like, of course, when Andy produces the show, he's not really uh, telling me a lot. So he was saying, yeah, it's something about nuts and blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, but, uh, so my first question always is like, who are you? Who am I? Who are you? <laughs> Who am I? I okay, well, I'm a Japanese. Japanese. Uh, so you're not from Bali. I'm not from Bali. And actually. you work for East Bali Cashews. <laughs> okay. Bali Cashews. Um, but I am, you know, I, I'm mistaken for Balinese very often. So <laughs> I take that as a compliment. Um, I'm from Java, East mm-hmm. Java to be precise, and it's from a little town called Surabaya. Um, and uh, I've left Surabaya when I was 12. And followed my parents. They moved to Japan, so I lived in Japan oh, wow. for uh, six years during my school years. And I went to Japanese school, and I went to international school, and then I went to New Zealand. After that, I got a scholarship, and then I kind of got stranded there. Uh, that, that's, the, that's the accent, probably the New Zealand <laughs> accent, right? Like mix of everything, yes. Yeah. But still, you speak fluently. Let's say Kiwi, right? You speak fluently <laughs> Kiwi, Japanese yeah. also. Uh, I do speak a bit of Japanese. Yeah. enough to sell nuts. Now. Yes. Um, East Bali Cashews, we, Annie and me, we, we have that every morning. We have a smoothie bowl every morning, okay. and then we put the granola over on top of it, and then we okay. enjoy our breakfast. And then in the afternoon, when we want a snack, we could have some cashew nuts, and there's so many right. different kinds you have also. And we also love the popcorn, mm-hmm. the popcorn with the caramel and the sea salt mm-hmm. and the, and, and, and the cashews caramel. also. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So, um, but this is a very special company. Uh, it's, it's, it's almost like, uh, it started like, like a social enterprise somehow. Yes. And it still is, uh, maybe, it is, it right? It is, yeah. But, but can you tell us a little bit how, how this, this company started out? Okay, so this, it started out as, I would say a fluke, but I can't really say that because Aaron is very good at spotting. Aaron is the... Aaron Fishman is the founder of East Valley Cash. Okay, uh, so the boss. This guy is like, you know, this is why. Like, he started everything. He started everything. He, he came yeah. down here, he came to Bali and he stayed somehow and he, he found something. Correct. So he was volunteering, Aaron and Lizzie was volunteering in the village in Parangasam in Desaba. Uh-huh. And that's northeast of Bali. Northeast, yeah. Northeast. And he was helping the uh, community, I think, with the, with, with the Poshyandu program, mm-hmm. which is like a helping, like a child care, not child care, um, kind of health-oriented, health, yeah. yeah. And... and uh, he was working for, for an NGO here and it just happened to be, I think uh, they arrived here August or September or slightly earlier than that. And then he was spotting... It's about five years ago, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then he was spotting some cashews in, in bags. And cashews. he was just, you know, questioning, like, what's that? And um, realized it was cashews. And it was like, what do you mean it's cashews? It's, it's cashew, like cashew nuts. Yeah, cashew nuts. He quickly made friends, obviously, there, and he was living in the village, and he saw the cashews, and he asked what people do with the cashews, and learned that the cashews travel to such far, long destinations over different hands, and eventually would land again in a mini market in Denpasar, in Bali, here, yeah. at a price that is, you know, expensive, yeah, for Indonesian. I don't think he planned it to be, uh, to this level to this point but it kind of like one thing after another and before he knew it it's you know, 500 people and we export to quite a few countries and the Indonesians love it and the expats tourists yeah tourists, <laughs> tourists? <laughs> the expats love yeah. it that seems to be more than the Indonesian as well and 
the Indonesians like the snacks very, very much. Whereas the, the expats love the, the, the casual products. Yeah. Mm. That, that is why it makes all your, your stress go away. Mm. You see that and you kind of start realizing that how, how lucky are you to be able to kind of see the output of your hard work counting progress. And That's beautiful, yeah. And now, one thing that we've learned uh, is that uh, we're talking about nuts, but actually cashew is not a nut, is it? It's a seed, no? Yes. Well, they call it nut, yeah. But it, it is a seed. It is a seed. So it's, Do you know that it comes from a... How... We have never seen it. I know, never it's seen an it. apple, right? It's like, from an apple. So it's called cashew apple. Yeah. It tastes sour and the texture is almost like a green banana. Okay. So very yeah. sticky. It's uh -huh. kind of awkward. Like it's not my favorite kind of eating experience. That's the apple part. That's the apple part. That's the fruit. That's the fruit. Yeah. Uh, it hangs like a bell. Mm. Um, it's like the size of your palm and sometimes the size of your hand. But it will not really your hand. My hand, my hand is <laughs> um, And then the cashew part, the seed, mm -hmm. hangs outside the apple at the bottom. One, one, one seed, one, one cashew. One seed, you're correct. Yeah, one seed okay. every apple. Wow. So you, if you want the best quality cashews, then you need to wait for the apple to fall off the tree naturally. So then you pick up ones like on the ground and then you, you, you separate the seed from the apple and then you just take the seed. The seed is precious. The apple, we haven't found a way to, I mean by we, I mean humankind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone in this world haven't found a, a nice way to uh, optimize the apple. Um, but the cashew is very precious because particularly that, right? Like, yeah. One cashew, one apple. Wow. And it takes three days to process before you can even eat it. Wow. That's why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, That's no, exactly. It's so right? it's yeah. It takes a lot of effort to get to the point where we can consume it. Oh, we definitely have to go to the factory and check that out. We really should, actually. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. We will. So, you want to stick around for a, a couple of other questions and a couple of other segments of the Let Love Rule Feel Better podcast? Sure. Why not? Oh, cool. Welcome to Let Love Rule. Who doesn't need an extra shot of love? Heck, I know I do. So still sitting here um, in the center. It's raining right now, actually. It's raining out there. Andy, did you... Uh, what did you do with the helmet of the scooter? Oh, I left it on there. I think it's going to be wet. Uh, oh, no. How about our shoes? I don't know. We left our shoes outside. We did. Okay. I think it's going to be wet also. It doesn't matter. That's a dilemma. And this is all about dilemma right now because right, we're going right. to talk about what would love do. Right. And uh, usually we, uh, we come up with a dilemma, but this time um, Annie didn't produce one and I don't, don't have a dilemma also right now, actually. Good because, life. Yeah, it's like we have all our dilemmas already in the previous episode somehow. <laughs> Um, we had dilemmas about, for example, uh, can you as a tourist take pictures in front of Mount Agum and be silly and do a yoga pose while 75,000 people are displaced? That was a dilemma, what would love do? So we got a good discussion about that with Doug uh, Walton. Um, and last week we had a discussion with Kevin Ren also about the, the growth of Bali and, and how Westerners bring their stress and their money and and kind of that's a big dilemma yeah we, we, we felt that was a big dilemma and uh, what would love do love would actually talk to the mm -hmm. local people and ask if mm -hmm. it really bothers them yes or not instead right. of having two westerners having a conversation about right, it right, right, so that right. was a good answer yeah um so today actually because we don't have a dilemma i wanted to ask you what is right now your biggest dilemma uh in working at East bali cashew my biggest dilemma whoa 
do we go big or do we <laughs> take it a step at a time? I okay. think that would be my biggest dilemma. Okay, cool. So that, that, let's, let's, let's explore that. Sure. And now the question is really, uh, what would love do with that? What would? How, how would love handle that? Would love go big or would love take it step by step? What would love do? Interesting question. What would love do? Love would take a step at a time, I think. It's quite, that's, I mean, it wasn't a difficult question now that I think about it. Obviously, love would take a step at a time. Um, because of the industry that we're in, because of the ideas that we're trying to manifest, because of the people that we work with, because of the community that we're in, uh, definitely a step at a time. Um, you know, like the, the, the going big part is like, like going carpet or shopping or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna, you'd go home and you like look at all your bills if you manage to keep them all and be like, oh, I shouldn't have bought that. Yeah. And um, not in a not in a bad way, but because we're such a big family, you know, we're a family of five hundred or something around that. Uh, we're just gonna make sure that if we stretch big or we stretch bigger, then we make sure that everyone's on board, that everyone's on the ship, and that would be my big bigger priority. So love would really take care of all that. Absolutely. So if love would not be involved, what would happen? We just go big. We just you know what, what, find what? someone with the money, with some money, with substantial amount enough, substantial enough amount of money, and then we just gotta go to the big markets and you know bunch buy a bunch of automated machines, for example, set up companies, uh, set up uh, facilities in places that's more in the cities and where labor's easy or or automation's possible and just. So it would take away some of the soul, maybe, of these body cashews? It would take away a lot of the soul. A lot of the soul. I mean, I'm not against the idea of getting big. And as a matter of fact, everyone's aspiring to be that big, you know, to the Mm -hmm. point where we can have automation and be in more than one place and have facilities everywhere. But um, it just needs to be at a pace where everyone can be on board and we can ensure that. So, yeah. Does that, does that answer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I, yeah. I feel that love is a good thing to actually yeah. uh, to have. Absolutely. Especially with, with this product and especially with this company. Yeah, you know, Because I, it, it's all made with love also. It's on the package even, right? It is. Yeah, it's made with love. <laughs> Ve- vegan, made with love. Yes. Um, what else is on there? Like, good good stuff. Yes, uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Good. So, Thank you. That's what love would do. So that's a great segue for our next segment. So you got to stick around because the next segment is all about self-love. Oh, okay. Cool. Excited. Welcome to Let Love Rule. Let the Branson Brothers help you feel good. So Iput, from East Bali Pressure, general manager. Um, let's not talk about business. Now let's talk about love and specifically about self-love. How's your self-love doing? Good. <laughs> Could do a bit of pampering. You had to think a little bit, but still, the answer, no. the answer was good. No, no, it's actually very good. I'm just thinking that, you know, like, I haven't done things that just self-love. I, I used to associate it with time for myself, you know, away from the buzz and be able to you know, sit still and just have my own time. And that... I, I have to think because I, I guess I don't know if that definition is still uh, valid for self-love because I was just cross-checking and in the three seconds that I was thinking I was cross-checking is whether or not I was because I'm busy with work mm-hmm. um, whether or not I was doing the self-love but the fact is that I'm very very happy with how things are going and that's with 
uh, obviously with things that happen at work as well, but yeah, I, I actually, with self-love, I feel very self-love. Maybe I'm just a nerd, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> because, because the achievement that the, that, that, the, the team has um, worked together to get is just is very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, maybe in a weird way, I've given my chance, myself a chance to love myself in a different way. Not in a, let's find a quiet somewhere and, you know, mm-hmm. do a bit of stretching and thinking and, you know, contemplation and reflection and whatnot, but actually, you know, probably giving, maybe that's, is that what it is? Like maybe giving time, yeah, to, um, to, to, to do a bit more and to, to do it as a team. Instead of having my own space, does that make sense at all? I feel like I'm just rambling. No, 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 no. no. I mean, uh, self-love can show up in many, many ways. And, yeah. Uh, part of, I mean, you can actually only give if you have the self-love all the way filled up. If you're full of love, right. then you're able to give. If you're full of gratitude, then you're able to be grateful, and so on, and so on, and so on. That's so a, that's a really good it's all connected. It's all connected. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we, so we have created uh, this, uh, like... Uh, little workshop we do with our guests and it's called Flipping the Love Song. Oh, wow. Have you heard about it? Mm-hmm. No? Tell me about it. Oh, okay, it's, it's fun. So okay. we're, go- we're going to activate some extra self-love for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what we're about. Okay. Um, it's very simple. Uh, but first, you know what, let's have a listen to uh, one of our listeners mm-hmm. who did uh, a Flipping the Love Song. Mm-hmm. He, he took a song and he flipped it and uh, here it is. I've got me under my skin I've got me deep in the heart of me so deep in my heart that I'm really a part of me I've got me under my skin okay so that was David David singing uh, I've got you under my skin but then it became I've got me under my skin (laughs) Very cool, David. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, you at home, uh, be ready now because we're going to do the workshop here with Ipur. Yeah. Uh, Ipur, we're going to do the same. Uh, so we have a question first. What is your all-time favorite love song? The song that you maybe sang when you were 14 for that special person in class or that's connected to that. Or maybe, I don't know, are you married? Are you... I am not married. Not married? No. Okay, so there's not a song that you were dancing on uh, at your marriage <laughs> yet, but I'm, I'm sure there's, there's one cheesy love, we all have uh, like a love song. Yes. Like, like a- Andy had, uh, what, 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 Hello from Lionel Richie, <laughs> and I have uh, Waiting for a Girl Like You by Foreigner, uh-huh. so I don't know if you know the songs, but they're all they're cheesy songs. love ballads, so, yeah. but what's yours? That's a good question, I thought it was a long time, um, I really like At Last. At last, it's like, it's at the like, James. Yeah, at the oh James. my God! It's an old song, but I, I have a diff- Yeah, I yeah, I love that song. That's a beautiful song. It is, yeah. Is, she's an amazing singer, so. Oh, you like the version of at the James, or you like the version of Beyonce? Beyonce has done it also. Uh, yeah, but plenty of people have done. It. I think Christina Aguilera done. Yeah. But Etta James. Yeah, Etta James. Ah, love it, love it. Okay, cool. So now, uh, um, do you know the lyrics by heart by any, any chance? Oh, I think I would have forgotten some. Okay, then it's easy. Mm-hmm. Open up your computer right okay. here. Alright. And we're going to look them up. Alright. So you go to Google. Okay. At home, you can do the same. You go to Google and you type in the title of your song and then lyrics and then it'll pop up. It'll show up. Sure. 
And, and then what, what I'll ask you to do is take a, a part of the song uh -huh. that you resonate, mm -hmm. like four or five uh, sentences from it, mm -hmm. and you can copy-paste that. Okay, copy-paste that. And then uh, open the document. This is interesting. I'm yeah, very intrigued. We, we get you to work here. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit um, worried what's going to happen next. So you can, <laughs> you can paste it in the document, right? Yeah. Okay, so first, before we continue, uh, why at last at the James? You're so young. That's an old song. I know. I I don't know. Like if you, you know, the thing about music is that it really brings you to a space where it's you know touched by time. I think, and not that I was a lot of user or anything like that, but my home music was always jazz, and. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, what. And it's always like classic jazz. Like, oh, wow. Isn't it like classic as in like old jazz. So you so, appreciated the song from David also, I've Got You on the Masked yeah. I've Got yeah. You on yeah. the Masked yeah, Absolutely. I, yeah, I cool. Song. Yeah, of course. So I, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I was. I don't remember the first time I listened to I think to be honest, the first time I listened to it was in a car somewhere in Japan. And then the next version I heard was Christina Aguilera's. And of course, I was that age, you know? So I was listening to Christina back then, but she was singing at last. She wasn't singing the Judy Novello when I listened to her first time, and um, and it's just a wonderful song. I don't know. It's just very soothing. It's very comforting. It's oh. very it's very know, Sunday. It's, it's, it's very you, lazy yeah, Sunday. Yeah, and also if you if you listen to the like at last, it's almost like you're finally home. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it makes you feel like you you got there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we don't know the lyrics by heart, actually. I just mm -hmm. know the the. the the like the part of it. Um, so what what do you, what do you got? W which part? Can you just read it for you? Uh, for do you us? want just a paragraph? Yeah, just just read it, just a little part that that, that really resonates to you. That really resonates yeah. to me. Mm, give me a couple of seconds. Let me go through that. Yeah. Can you read it aloud for yeah. us? Which part? I found a dream that I could speak to. A dream that I can call my own. Found a thrill to press my cheek to a thrill I've never known. Cool. So what we ask else uh, when we do this exercise, this workshop, is that you change all the yous into me's and all the yours into my. Okay. So can you do that? All the. There's no you in the part. I know. I thought so. And you know what? <laughs> it's amazing. That is what? amazing <laughs> because this is part of the exercise. So this one, this song, is already directed actually. To yourself, all the way, because usually when you t pick a song like "Hello," is it me I'm looking for? Is it you I'm looking right. for? You change it to me, right, right, and then right, 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 you've right. sing you sang that to somebody else, and now suddenly you sing that song to yourself. Maybe I'm a little it activates. And I was always like thinking about myself. Self love. You you you're you're ready. you're done. You don't have to do this exercise. We're done here. So okay, read read that read that again. Read that again. I found a dream that I could speak to, a dream that I can call my own. I found a thrill to press my cheek to, a thrill I've never known. Oh yeah. So that's you. I guess. <laughs> you say so? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so self-love. Yes, yeah, so, that has never happened before, that we uh, have a song that we could oh, not that uh, first switch around. Is there nothing else that we can switch around? Is, there, <laughs> is, there, is it all... Is it all like that? Really? Uh, no, no, no. There's, they're, they're used in the song. I, I'm surprised I didn't pick the use. They're used in the song. You want to hear the use? Yeah, let's hear you. I just, okay. just I want to hear you. Uh, at last my love has come along. My lonely days are over. Life is like a song. 
My heart was wrapped up over the night I looked at you. At me. So that would be yeah. at me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do that one. And now you change that you into a me. And let's activate some extra self-love. You have enough already, but you know, you cannot have enough self-love, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. At last, my love has come along. My lonely days are over. Life is like a song. Yeah. At least, at last, the sky is above a blue. My heart was wrapped up clover, wrapped up clover. The night I look at me. Me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, Iput. So now, uh, at home, um, we're not going to put you on the spot because there's actually one extra part with okay. this exercise. All right. You can do it at home okay. on a Sunday. Okay. And then you go and stand in front of the mirror okay. and do this exercise with this song and sing it to yourself. Okay. All the way. I will do that. Yes. Okay. It's beautiful <laughs> and it activates self-love. So, thank you so much. Uh, of course. Um, we have one more thing for you, a question from the universe. So, stick around. All right. You're listening to Let Love Rule with the Branson Brothers. So we're still at East Bali Cashew and we're still here with Iput and you just had an amazing Flip in the Love song workshop with us. So your self-love is activated and uh, now we want to activate some other stuff and, and for that we actually uh, use a tool which is called questions because questions are so powerful. A question always opens up an answer. If I ask you something... Like, what's your favorite color? You're not going to hold it back. Like, the question is a key and it, and it's, it pops up, right? Oh, that's scary. Okay. Yeah, what was, your, what was your favorite color? I was blue. Blue. Okay. Right. It's the favorite color. It, it just came, right? <laughs> Boom. That's what the question does. So, every week we have a question uh, from the universe that we ask. And uh, it's going to unlock something that is interesting to you, that you can use, or that is going to help you out, or whatever. Sure. Um, so... Like last week, uh, we had a question. Uh, what was the question last week again? Why do you judge? Oh, yeah. But that was interesting, mm-hmm. right? Because for some people, it might be like, oh, I'm judging because I'm, I'm unhappy or I'm, I'm mad or I'm mm-hmm. frustrated. Mm-hmm. Or, and then for other people, uh, it could be like, hey, I don't judge. Uh, so that's pretty good to know. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a good person. Yeah. So anyhow, it always unlocks something. So for this week, you we have yeah. a question from the universe also. Mm-hmm. And the question is, what? Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> so, Exciting. opening up here with the key, the, okay. question, the question mark is a key. Right. What do you worry about the most? I worry about the most my family. Hmm. That's interesting. See, yeah. you, can, you can't hold it back, right? It's amazing, <laughs> yeah. right? Isn't it amazing? It's the first thing they just both Yeah, up. boom. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, can, can we ask why? Ah, why? Why? I think it's because I've spent so many years away from them. Mm-hmm. I think, not that I think about it. Probably because I've I've spent, so the first years when I went in Japan, I was with my family. And then they went back to Indonesia and I went on to my journey because I got scholarship in New Zealand. And um, I think it's quite a normal thing now that I'm thinking with my kind of Western brain. Like that's just a normal course of life. But at heart, like I was... Especially when it when 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 the family thinking and the family feeling part of me has always been the traditional traditional like you know the j- little Japanese girl that you know you you do you walk a certain path and you do certain things and there are certain rights and wrongs and uh, it's pretty mapped out mm-hmm. in in a way and I wouldn't say that I would want to be on that path per se but I think because I still have that part of me in me obviously that kind of feels like what you know like you finished your high school 
you don't just go off somewhere and you study because that's probably isn't well, it is an unorthodox thing for for a Japanese traditional mm. girl in Indonesia yeah. to do. So while it was exciting for me and I was enjoying Korea and I couldn't have asked for anything better, I think that kind of that part made me feel like I missed out on certain things, certain times, certain moments um, that I could have had otherwise if I stayed. You know, going to school mm. here in Indonesia, where my parents are, and even in different cities, we still be slightly home because everyone speaks the same language as my parents. Yeah. Right? And the distance is a lot closer. So, I think worry about my family would probably be because I was away from them for a long time that I consciously chose to do, you know, that's how life directed me to. And it's not like we have like I don't actually have any family drama. I have a happy family, mm. to be honest. But it's probably also because of that. Like we have the coziness at home that nested me enough to make me feel like I'm home when I'm around them. But now you know it's like raining outside now, and you go outside. Yes, you can put your poncho and you can be on your bike and scoot off. But if you're here where you're sheltered and that you can make coffee or make hot chocolate here, make tea, you know, wait until rain. Stop, you know, and then you can go. That's kind of a bit more settling. The idea, wait a little bit and then go when you're ready, or go when it's the right time, or go when it stops raining. But I mean, I'm still like that to this day. But maybe it felt like, you know, on my subconscious level, it felt like I left the house when it was still raining outside. Mm -hmm. And not that there was any guarantee that it was going to be stop. it was going to stop raining soon, but. Probably also why I decided to just, you know what, it might not stop raining, so I'm just going to go now. Knowing that home's always there and I will come home whenever, you know, in the future. But maybe, yeah, there's a bit, a bit part of me that, you know, a little part of me that was probably feeling like the homely part of me could probably missing out of little moments that I could have had, had I not spent it, you know, so, is, is that regret? No, no, no. It's actually no, no, not a regret. Like there's two, there's too many things. There's so many boxes that um, had a chance to be opened as I went through this journey. Mm. I just haven't met enough people that have made um, similar decisions. I guess I'm not, I'm not saying by going overseas to, to pursue an education, yeah, but yeah. just I guess maybe in on a personal. Pers- Perception mm-hmm. on what it was. Maybe I haven't met enough people that convinced me that it wasn't a unique thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. as if there was a sense of you should go be at home first. Maybe that's why. And so your fa- your family supported you always. Yes, hundred percent. Yes, yeah. they were. They were. There were. There were moments when I was over in New Zealand where they just missed me so much. And yeah. To them, I think more than to me, it was very unorthodox, and to them, it. More than for me, it was more difficult because I'm also a girl. Mm. So traditionally speaking, if I was a boy, they probably would care. Not care, but would worry a lot less. Worry less, yeah. Yeah. So So you worry about that worriness maybe also? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. This is really what's the... Yes. Questions from the universe, (laughs) right? This is good. No, I think maybe that. Mm -hmm. It's almost like no matter how many phone calls we had, no matter how many video calls we had, the worries that... The words that my parents, my parents, my family had over me, I couldn't have shaken it off. Mm. I couldn't tell them that, look, I'm having fun, mm. you know, I'm actually, and not just having fun, because there's this sense of, 
you know, their sense of duty mm. in, in the Japanese culture, that you need to be a part of a greater community, a greater ecosystem, and you need to contribute, right? And um, not just having fun, but I felt like I was actually doing something good mm -hmm. that would contribute to greater ecosystem, not only over there, but also in the future, you know, I'll be yeah. useful, you just watch, yeah. sort of thing. But it couldn't, I, maybe, you're right, I think maybe I couldn't translate that effectively to them, mm. that I could sense they worry, and I worry that they worry about me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess, yeah, worry about my family. Thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. Yes, let me know. Thank you for tuning in. Hungry for more inspiration and motivation? Head over to pureloveradio.com and grab your free copy of the introductory audiobook Superwise Me, Law of the Heart by Lynn Branson and Power of the Heart author-filmmaker Batista de Papa. Want to meditate some more? Subscribe and get access to all of the Love Activation Meditation videos. That's www.pureloveradio.com for more wisdom and love. That's it. That's that. Another shot of love is administered. Good job, Andy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, do you already know who's going to be next week's guest? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, Want to share? No, not yet. Oh, well, maybe it's going to be someone in Amsterdam. Hmm. Okay. Looking forward. Uh, are we going to Amsterdam? Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be live from Amsterdam. Oh, okay. And remember, we got to let, let love rule. Bye. Bye. Who doesn't need an extra shot of love? Heck, I know I do. Now, um, if you know someone that can use an extra shot of love, please help out and let him or her know about our Feel Better podcast, Let Love Rule. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn.